Drums, please. All right, welcome to the show. Uh, <clears throat> ah, hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, I kind of just jumped into this this morning, so the room is like super dark, and I didn't, I haven't had anything to drink or eat yet this morning. Uh, I have showered, but uh, I'm just kind of struggling, so. Um, I really want to talk about that because I've just been kind of having episodes lately that I've been, I guess, a little bit more preachy and there's been like social discussions and stuff like that. And uh, I want to kind of rein it back in because this show is about me, <laughs> to be honest, uh, and about emotional expression and like what I'm learning and a part of my journey of improving as a person. Because, you know, when I was a kid, I've basically been dealing with uh, forms of depression since I was a kid. And uh, it's been a major challenge for me in a couple of different ways. There have been a couple of major challenges in my life that have made me feel like I've been teetering on the edge of destruction for most of my life. And what I mean by teetering on the edge of destruction is like suicidal ideation, um, you know, being preoccupied with death, um, feeling a sense of hopelessness and, um, just feeling this compounding feeling of like my logic kind of working against me quite often, um, putting me into a place of like just feeling vulnerable, but not, not in an expressive vulnerable way, but like vulnerable in terms of like physically vulnerable, feeling anxious or ill or sick or, um, being, uh, uh, becoming a little bit more financially weaker, um, uh, being a little bit more agoraphobic and kind of setting myself up to kind of just like be a bit conflict avoidant. And um, I've had issues with relationships. I've had issues with my parents. I've had issues with all sorts of things in my life. Um, I've lost jobs uh, because of this, <laughs> because of me. And um, I am a type of person that takes as much responsibility for the things that I can. Um, but it's really hard and it's been really hard to talk about mental illness even on the show and in person and with people that are closest to me, because a, it's really hard to convey the, 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 the nuance and depth and difficulty that comes with this, that you truly feel like there are things beyond your control. And secondly, that, you know, feeling like things are beyond your control and trying to express them in a way that that doesn't feel like, and works towards separating this feeling of, of, of feeling like you're making excuses, you know, that you're using your mental health as a reason to not be good at life. And, um, for me, I'm constantly looking at that, you know, I, I can't just ignore it, but I can't have it guide me either. So it's really frustrating because I just, I feel like I want to blame everything on it. <laughs> I feel like I want to be like, I can't, and, and I have been, I've been struggling with a lot of different things. I mean, I have a lot of things in my past. I have a lot of things in my present that, uh, and my near recent past rather, um, that have been leading to this feeling of like complex PTSD with like the way my past relationship was. And really a lot of my relationships in my past were, um, 
preconceived notions of, of the ways that that relationships should work and how really, you know, my, my current relationship is turning all of that on its head in a positive way. Uh, and, but it's making me also, because I'm happy in that way, <laughs> um, me being still miserable, like mentally makes me have to look more inward and realize even more like, okay, there's more, there's more to break apart. There's more to dive into and more to break down. And I've been constantly looking into new things. I'm trying to find external uh, uh, clues, you know, trying to find things that I can latch on to, to like find ways to either, either emotionally express myself comfortably or um, dive into new concepts that give me a sense of, of, of feeling like uh, there's, there's just something new to, to look into. Um, lately, I've been looking into things like personal pride, um, which has kind of been keeping me from being stuck in this place of feeling like I want to make my own business work, but I literally have negative $400 in my checking account right now. Um, I've got child support to pay that I'm a payment behind on. Uh, I've got um, uh, a lot of bills. I've got bill collectors calling me. I've got a lot of things going on that are really frustrating, but all of this is in service of like this life that I want to build. And I think it's an asp- I think it's in connection to the fact that like my relationship feels ideal. My, the place that I'm in, like physically, my apartment is great. I'm finally, I feel like I'm able to express myself in, in, in a physical space in ways that I haven't been able to express myself since I was like a teenager, really. Um, so, so all of that feels really great. Starting to make connections in this area and really making connections with business. Um, but it's, I, I think I'm brushing up against this frustration of business not happening fast enough, or rather my past self really fucked things up. My past self in terms of financially really screwed me up. I've got a $15,000 credit card with like a 20% limit uh, or 20% interest rate that is killing me. Um, I called the bank and, you know, I'm getting all of that sort of worked out. We've got a minimum payment and uh, uh, the the interest rate has been dropped to 9% for uh, temporary uh, until like next month, I think. So that's been helpful. I've been doing everything I can to fix all that stuff. I've got financial know-how, et cetera. I just don't have enough coming in. So that's really frustrating, but I'm working towards it. And like, I keep my head held high when it comes to that. I think I can be persistent and video games have really taught me to be persistent in that way. <laughs> uh, that even though things are rough, you can come back the next day and something can click. And uh, I totally believe that for sure. So I, I totally believe in myself. I believe in my skill set and I believe what I'm capable of. But the actual physical motivation is probably the hardest part. I feel physically ill most of the time. I feel like my uh, I have an Achilles tendon issue. Um, I can't afford medication. I can't afford uh, any kind of like uh, um, um, like vitamins and pills and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, I just my mobility and accessibility to things is feels greatly impeded. So I'm, I'm frustrated by that. And, and I'm sorry if like you wanted something a little bit more specific to you (laughs) in this episode, but really I needed to pull back because this show has always been about me. And um, lately I've been feeling like I don't have a complete safe space uh, to be completely a thousand percent uh, expressive again, for my own reasons, um, not for anyone externally excluding me from being able to do that. But for me, for some reason, you know, you go through this, this depressive spiral and I'm definitely in a low state. Um, 
you go through this depressive spiral where you start to feel like your words are not valuable, your emotions are not valuable, uh, you feel like you're a burden on the people around you, and you feel this natural pull to get out of the way. And I think that's what leads a lot of people to suicide is this feeling of like getting out of the way. You just, you feel like other people are better off without you. And uh, it's like a bit of a martyrdom and uh, you just kind of um, move out of the way. And uh, a lot of people end up ending their lives because of that. Um, I'm certainly not at that point. I think I'm, I think I've gotten more comfortable at teetering, 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 teetering at the edge of destruction. Um, I feel like what I'm feeling now is the equivalent of feeling suicidal when I was younger, but I think I've reframed it to be a little bit more, I guess, healthy for lack of a better word. Now that I'm older to feel this sense of like, okay, right. it's that it's temporary, right. That it's my present self just doesn't want to exist right now. I don't want to deal with the heaviness. I don't want to deal with the weight. I don't want to deal with, um, finances. It feels very avoidant. And, um, you know, that's something I'm working through. I'm sort of working through concepts of, uh, agoraphobia and working through certain sort of, um, uh, uh, my cyclothymia looking into personal pride. I've been looking into like the graves model to try to understand where I am in development. Cause I think I've dropped down. I've been trying to figure out where I am and I'm like, Oh, I'm a four, maybe I'm a five, maybe I'm even a six. And then I'm like, Nope, I'm actually probably a three these days because I just feel really like, I don't know. I feel pretty low. I feel like, uh, uh, in terms of the grand scheme of life, I'm trying to be a five, but I think I'm really a three. And again, I'll go through the graves model again in the future, uh, to, to clarify that and what that actually means. But if you're familiar with the graves model, I think, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, looking at Enneagrams again, you know, I'm mostly an Enneagram seven, which is something that is like, uh, um, uh, they're kind of a, the Enneagrams are kind of associated with, um, passions or sins and have been associated with different spiritual methods of, of, of looking at the, the, the main points of human connection and interaction and emotion. And, um, I did an episode on it, uh, back in April called passions and sins, Enneagram prompting and Enneagrams are really great for kind of finding out where your current mental state is. So, you know, maybe I'll take some of those tests again and see where I'm at. Um, but most, for the most part, I end up under gluttony, you know, I kind of want too much and consume too much and, and, um, feel like I'm too much. And, um, you know, it's something that I am very actively aware of as well. So it's really hard to kind of balance this feeling of like feeling like something's wrong and that like you're wrong, <laughs> but also, um, you know, feeling like, Hey, there is something wrong and maybe there is something that's wrong with me. I'm going to take a break and uh, come back in a second. Okay. Yeah. So, um, something about my nature as an INTP, which is another element that I've been kind of like thinking about often. And I think about every single day in relation to Enneagrams and the Graves model and uh, being an INTP and then just, you know, being myself and my personality based on like my past and the way that I was uh, raised and things like that. And all of the kind of little traumas that I've experienced um, with a lot of domestic stuff. And um, then with my past relationships and um, I've always had emotional and connection issues. Um, and I think that's one of the things that kind of drives me the most nuts or makes me feel the most weird or guilty. Uh, I think for the most part, 
I think for the most part, just to clarify, I feel like most other humans are weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm fine. <laughs> so it's not necessarily about that, but it's mostly in terms of socially, I, I feel like I've, um, I have to work at being social. Like I have to really, really put in the effort and it's really frustrating. It's really hard. Um, I started doing uh, guest spots for this podcast and I did it for like maybe the first six months of this year, which was great, but uh, something, I don't know what changed. Something clicked around July and I just stopped doing them. I feel like the numbers weren't changing. Um, and it wasn't uh, uh, when I would do these interviews, like, I would be completely exhausted the rest of the day. I would just be completely drained. I would have no energy. It took a ton of my focus to just talk to another human being. And, um, you know, it's been that way for a very long time. I think um, I have more fun with people when we're being playful and I can kind of keep that going. But I feel like my, just my tank for people energy is just like depleting slowly and slowly. It's like a, it's like a battery continuing to drain over time. You know, it's like a, a, and you're not swapping out for a new battery. Like the battery's lifespan gets just weaker and it's not, it's very, it's different than my personal lifespan. I don't feel like I'm dying physically or anything, but I feel like it's um, my people energy is like depleting and um, my, my tolerance for it is going down <laughs> and um, it's, it's a challenge. It's a real challenge when you're trying to start your own business, when you're trying to navigate people and, um, you really need people to pay you, you know? So it's really, really hard uh, because if people aren't paying you, then I have to go get a job and then I have to deal with like, you know, uh, bosses and someone else's dream and um, having to just kind of like keep my head down and conform. And that feels terrible too. That feels worse. So ultimately if I could have anything that I wanted, I would just love to just like be able to just like sit here and make podcasts and have people pay me for that. Honestly, <laughs> that's all I want. And then I can put all of the remainder of my energy into, um, you know, going out and enjoying life. And, you know, I, I won't deny that much of like my recent issues have been money focused, you know, it's easier to go out and enjoy life and get sort of, um, novelty and, uh, stuff when, you know, you can go out and experience new things all the time, but when you're broke, uh, you know, you're kind of getting to the same cycle and just doing the same things. And, um, it's really hard to experience new and exciting things, which it brings up another angle that I think I've been dealing with, which is ADHD. So like, I feel like I've been hit with the gamut of mental illness, psychothymia, <laughs> yeah. like ADHD, uh, anxiety for sure. Um, uh, depression that comes with cyclothymia and hypomania that comes with cyclothymia, um, a bit of a traumatic past, um, some uh, issues with past relationships, not being socially adept, being an INTP, which is very isolating and an introvert. <laughs> and uh, just, um, and then now I'm like thinking about like my pride and agoraphobia, That that's like nine things. <laughs> that's a big deal. And it's really daunting. And it's really hard to explain that, you know, which is why I feel like I can have this podcast again, because like, I'm just telling you, you can listen to it or you can turn it off. But if like, you're a person in front of me and I'm talking about this to you, like, it's really hard to express yourself and not have someone want to give you advice on it and say like, Oh, maybe it's just this or, Oh, it's maybe just that. Like, no, I know what it is. Like, I just need you to listen to me. <laughs> I just need you to like, to just hear what I'm saying and hear what it is. And I don't need anyone to fix me. 
I don't need anyone to like try to give me their best advice, any kind of spiritual advice or any kind of practical advice, because yes, I know I need to change certain things. I know I need to get more energy. I know I need to work out. I know I need to eat better. I know I need to get better sleep. I know all of these things, but yet my body refuses to listen. My brain refuses to listen. Like nothing is like nothing is clicking. It feels like it's all amoebas. Like it feels like all of these disparate pieces that are not working in conjunction with one another. And it makes me mad. It makes me really frustrated that not only can I not get it myself, but I can't properly express it to others. And without seeming like overly dramatic or negative or um, too much or feeling like I'm a burden or feeling like, um, you know, uh, yeah, mostly just feeling like I'm a burden and getting in anyone's way. It's, it's just frustrating. And, you know, again, I don't need anyone reaching out uh, to give me any kind of like uh, speeches. It's not about that. Uh, I mean, I always appreciate like, Hey, I feel you, everything will be okay. Like, that's great. I always love that stuff. But uh, I think what a lot of people are frustrated with when they're experiencing mental health is just people not listening enough because, you know, humans inherently we're so focused on ourselves. You know, I'm focused on myself all the time, every single day. So I can't blame someone else for being focused on themselves. And sometimes when someone's listening to someone dealing and working through negative emotions and intense conflict or intense internal or external conflict, the other person is really trying to say whatever they can say to get themselves out of that discussion because it's uncomfortable. And I get that. Um, but it's really just maddening and frustrating. Um, so I don't know. I think I think the point of this episode is to express that I'm really sick and tired of teetering on the edge of destruction. And um, my therapist that I had a few months ago suggested I do try medication and I would love to honestly at this point, but I just don't have the money to medication feels like a luxury, which is another maddening thing. Cause then you think about like the healthcare system and all of that stuff. And it's like, I just feel lost. I feel personally stuck. Like I feel like I can't, make any progress. I can't go and get medication. I can't afford to go get any kind of vitamins. I can't afford to get better food. I can't, <laughs> I can't afford to keep a gym membership. Uh, I can't afford anything. <laughs> I, I just don't have the means to just go anywhere and go do anything. And I'm working towards that. I'm getting some money. I'm trying to like chip away at things. Um, but I just, I personally feel like I'm at a, like a, kind of a financial rock bottom. And it's really, really frustrating. And it's, it's frustrating because like, I'm trying to keep my head up. I'm trying to keep optimistic. I'm trying to keep things uh, moving, you know, and um, it's, this is just real stuff. And this is why I wanted to do this episode because I think a lot of my topics have been external the past few weeks. And um, I just wanted to be real with you guys. And I apologize because it's a Friday and you're about to have a weekend and I'm sure this is going to be like real heavy <laughs> and I apologize, but I think some of you can relate to it. And um, that's why I want to share it. You know, being vulnerable and being open is, um, has been a gift for me. Honestly, it's been a gift because this podcast has been amazing. As you hear on the show, I have sponsors. Now I have people who 
you know, I'm being paid to do this. That's pretty cool. Um, I just need to keep it going so that I can be paid to do this full time. And I don't want to do anything else. I'm frankly, I'm real sick of marketing. I'm real sick of graphic design. <laughs> I'm real sick of everything else uh, doing ads. I'm sick of everything. Like I love podcasting. I like talking about my life. I love talking about um, all of the things that I thought of and experienced talking about personality models and typology. This stuff's really great. I love making courses. I would love to continue doing that. Everything audio based is really fun. I would probably even get into voice acting, you know, and that stuff is a real, real good um, motivator for me that, you know, I'm always trying to search for some new method forward, for forward, 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 forward. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know why that one just like clicked like, Oh, I've always been saying it weird forward forward. I guess it's an East coast thing to say it forward. Um, yeah, I don't like it now. Now I say it and it's weird forward. <laughs> um, but I'm always trying to move forward and, um, there's a little bit of R in there. That's okay. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm always trying to move forward in whatever way that I can. And, um, that means, being aware of, of just trying to do new research and trying to conjure up new whatever's in my brain and trying to get new information from the outside world as well. Cause again, there's only so much I can ruminate in my own brain and trying to do new things. Um, but you know, I've just had so many situations where I've felt, uh, suicidal. I felt at rock bottom. I've felt destructive. I've felt, um, so massively at odds with what seems like the entire world and their perceptions and um, the pressures being put from the outside. Like one of the things that I want so badly is to just have any semblance of government, leave me alone. <laughs> like I want taxes to be easy. I want, um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. I want taxes to be easy. I want, um, uh, I don't want to deal with any kind of like having to go to court or anyone asking for any government asking for money or anything like that. I want my bills paid. I want everything to just go away. <laughs> and, you know, I think that, that, that aspect of, of avoidance is something I need to look into also. Um, but I also, you know, I was talking to Molly last night and I realized that I'm not good at quitting things either. You know, I've had issues with relationships where I've definitely pushed them beyond their limit and I've pushed jobs way beyond their limit and I, I've pushed connections with people way beyond their limit. And, um, you know, I need to explore that as well. You know, part of my perseverance I feel is a strength, but it can also make it difficult to make, you know, to set good boundaries for myself. And I think maybe that's what's going on lately. You know, maybe that's the other extreme of it, right? Is that instead of making healthy strides towards finding a way to, um, to, to, to set, um, instead of finding healthy ways to set boundaries, instead of just giving my all to someone or something, uh, instead of trying to find ways to set healthy boundaries, I went to the other extreme and I'm just closing everyone out. And, um, that's hard. That's a real tough challenge. It's a tough realization. Um, but that's why I do this show because it is a realization <laughs> and it's something I'm going to look into is trying to, um, set healthy boundaries. And I think the boundaries I've been setting have been too much, too restrictive. Um, I'm not putting myself out there as much and, um, you know, just, uh, uh, keeping myself from letting one letting anyone in, you know, I let Molly in and really that's it right now. <laughs> I mean, I got you guys that are listening to this, but I don't know you. And that's what makes it easier. Like I don't, I'm just talking 
uh, to the screen, I'm looking at the number tick up 1228, 1229, 1230. Uh, and uh, that's, that's really it. I don't feel like, I feel like I'm talking to people, but I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe it's just an excuse for me to feel like I'm talking to myself out loud and working through these ideas. And uh, I mean, it's been helpful for me. And I think that's why I've needed it. I've kind of, again, like the last two weeks, I feel like I've kind of missed the point of this show and wanted to kind of reel it, reel it back, reel it back in so that I can give you guys a real sense of reality of what's going on with me. Um, things that are tied to my past and things that I've personally experienced and, um, less pontificating about the world because <laughs> there's, there's not, uh, you know, again, I'm kind of in my own world. I'm experiencing things through things through social media, through YouTube. Um, not actually going out and talking to as many people these days. So, um, it's hard to generalize. And I think we all have that problem, which is also a generalized statement. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a man of contradictions. It's fine. This is life. So, um, yeah, I'm going to wrap up the show. I, I just wanted to talk about that today. Uh, just kind of teetering on the edge of destruction because I feel like that's where I've been for the majority of my life. I'd say 70% of my life feels like I'm teetering on the edge of destruction. Any day could be the end. And, uh, that feels terrible. It's not a good feeling. It's, um, it's something that also pushes me forward and forward, for forward, forward. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just going to find replacement words now instead of dealing with forward. Um, cause it's such a weird word forward, 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 Anyway, moving on, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to move on with my life and, uh, it's, it's, it's just an ongoing challenge. So I appreciate you guys listening though. And if you made it through this whole episode, thank you so much. Like seriously, uh, it's not easy to hear someone go through this. It's not comfortable. And it's why a lot of mentally ill have troubles coping because, not everyone wants to listen. You have to pay someone to listen. Even your closest friends and family don't properly listen. They listen to explain. They listen to want to give you advice. They listen to, um, you know, to, to want to just immediately text you and say like, here's how you can fix your life. <laughs> and that's not what I want either. Go away. <laughs> everyone go away. Stop it. <laughs> um, I don't want that. I just want I just want listeners <laughs> and I, I guess that's why I love podcasting. So, um, that's it. I'm done. Go away. <laughs> go, go do things. Go enjoy your life. Um, we'll be back on Monday. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Take care of yourselves and each other. And if, uh, somebody in your life is, you know, struggling a little bit, use them as a means to practice listening and just be there for them. Uh, cause they need it. And we didn't create this for ourselves. This just happened to us. And this is the life we have just the same way that people are born in, you know, uh, countries that don't have much and we're poor in life or whatever. Some people have privilege. Some people don't. And, um, if you're, if you're a healthy person, you've got a lot to be grateful for and you certainly should. So I hope that's the lesson at the end of this that uh, there's there's plenty to be grateful for because you could literally be attacking yourself. Yay. <laughs> uh, laughter. Um, 
yeah, if you want to go to dopamine.life, you can check out the show at uh, dopamine.life and subscribe and leave a monetary donation. Of course, that would be helpful. Um, and if you go to cnote.media, you can check out my courses on podcasting and uh, Myers-Briggs. And uh, that's it for today. I'm out of energy. I'm out of time. I'm done. I'm going to go lay down. I'm going to drink some water, eat some food, and uh, I don't know, go for a walk or something. Try to take it easy. We've got some good things this weekend, though. Um, We've got a show tomorrow night that Molly's been curating a show, and I'm going to be showing off some of my photography from past Comic-Cons, and uh, it's something I am really excited about. So uh, just just to leave it on a positive note, because I know this has been a heavy show, but um, uh, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate your support. Take care of each other. Do yourselves and each other. See, I can't talk anymore. And uh, I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.